Hello everyone and welcome to Kinseido Corner, the functional fitness podcast coming to you directly from Jakarta, Indonesia. My name is Coach Joe and in this show I sit down with coaches, athletes and fitness enthusiasts from the city and beyond and we discuss all things health and fitness. From training tips and nutritional strategies to recovery protocols and inspiring stories about personal growth, mindset, overcoming adversity and being the best and healthiest version of themselves that they can be. This show is sure to motivate and encourage you. Or if not, at least entertain you. Hello everyone and welcome back to uh, Kinsey Do Corner. First episode this year in the new year 2021. Um, on today's episode, I've got Coach Pasha from CrossFit 6221 uh, and other, other assorted places. Um, Pasha is one of the original gangsters of the CrossFit scene in uh, Indonesia and has been at it for more than 10 years. So I'm super, super, super excited to talk to Pasha today, uh, learn a bit more about the history and the humble beginnings of CrossFit here in Indonesia, um, how it has developed, how he has seen it uh, from, from almost nothing or from zero to to where it, is, where it is now and where it is heading um, in the next couple of years. Welcome, Pasha. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for, thanks for taking the time today. Um, so I maybe we, we can start with a, a little introduction about yourself. So tell us, like, where, where did you start your own um, interest in, in fitness, in sports? Um, was it at, at childhood or was it something that you only discovered in your adult life and, and how did that lead to crossfit uh, and so on well i was never an athletic kid but i have my own turning point when i was eight i was playing with my grandpa in the morning and we were laughing and suddenly he got heart attack so I saw the whole process from laughing and feeling the pain in his chest. Then he fell and I screamed, I looked for help. I looked for my mom, my dad, and everyone came, tried to help him, and he just passed away. No, that's terrible. Okay. Oh, yeah. And 10 years from... That year, it happened again, me and my dad. So those two experiences really, really changed the way I think about health and the way I see exercise and the way I see lifestyle. And I started to change my own lifestyle gradually. And 2009, I was fitness first, uh, RPM, body pump uh, uh, trainer. Mm -hmm. Then I continue my fitness study to Australia for a diploma degree and took my human performance and applied health specialist with Institute of Motion. And come back to Jakarta, I joined the 621 team to help them with the endurance team and CrossFit Kids team. To this day, 
and I start my health coaching agency three years ago. It's called Move Inc. Move Inc. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a heavy that's a heavy start or a heavy heavy reason to get started. Um, uh, oh yeah. How did you? Um, so between between your grandfather having a heart attack and then ten years later your father, how did how did that first uh, incident how did that shape your uh, your let's say physical habits or or lifestyle choices? Did 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 you as an eight year old already realize that okay oh, yeah. I, need to, I need to be stronger to or I need to be fitter or did that yeah did that only Those come days. later? Those days were karate kid era, so I joined martial arts. Right, yeah. Yeah, the, the golden 80s and 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I was... I trained karate for a couple of years. I joined uh, a club called Black Panther. Mm -hmm. It is very similar with... Cobra Kai. It's a, it's very, it's an illegal institution. Yeah, oh. it's not allowed to compete anywhere. But I just joined them. I don't know why. <laughs> but they don't exist anymore. Yeah, that's because they're illegal. They cannot compete anywhere. It's a full contact. Where anywhere else, you're not allowed to fight full contact. Okay, that that's that's dodgy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay. Okay. And then what, I mean, you said you went to Australia to essentially study um, health and performance or, uh, or exercise physiology. What brought on that interest? Was it, was it from the martial arts um, background or, or something else well, that triggered that interest? To be honest, I was there to, to, get a master degree but uh, I went to University of Canberra but Canberra is very quiet we're basically after five o'clock boom it's yeah. like Silent Hill it's like dead so you've got nothing to do I'm bored I was bored then what should I do I took another study <laughs> I took fitness study then I finished my diploma. I work at fitness fitness trainer in Canberra. That's where I start everything. You could say it. So it, it was the boredom that led to uh, that. Well, that yeah. put you on this path. Yeah. So so what happened with your other degree? What was your other degree? Your Too boring, main? man. Too boring <laughs> to be mentioned here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's not go down that road then. Um, Okay, so then with obviously armed, armed with that degree and armed with that experience of working as a trainer, you came back to, to Jakarta. Um, how, uh, how old or how new was uh, CrossFit 6221 at that time? Oh, it's, uh, came, back, came back at the right time where they're about to begin. So essentially, they, are, they were the members of CrossFit Nayan. Mm -hmm. Then they left CrossFit Nayan and they established CrossFit 6 to 1. 
Okay. And they were looking for someone who can coach the fundamentals and endurance. And I joined them. I also helped them regularly with their event, JIS. Yeah, the, the what was it called? Um, uh, CrossFit 6214 for charity. Yes, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. I, I only joined the last, well, so far last uh, instance of that, which was in 2018, I think. 18, yes. Yeah, it was super fun, yeah. super fun, really good. Um, yeah. Okay. Then you had your own game. <laughs> then we did the own. Yes, we had our own. We had our fit games, and uh, and I'm sure we can talk about that. So, so um, paint us a picture of how what was CrossFit like in Jakarta at that time. Was it very uh, well? Obviously, it wasn't. It wasn't very big. It wasn't. It wasn't many many gyms that were doing it. It wasn't. Um, there probably wasn't that many people doing it. But well. What was the scene like? Was it very competitive or very? It's, it's, it progressed a lot since the very beginning when we were just working out at Brian Pange's garage box. Only four or five cliff built, mostly Brian's friends. And he established CrossFit Equator, the very first CrossFit box in Jakarta. Where I met Anthony, who now runs CrossFit Garuda. Mm -hmm. Compared to 2009, 2015, was a massive progress. We have Penkel, we have 621 coming, and we still have CrossFit 9 and Equator that, that year. But yeah, we were the, many people still saw CrossFit as you, uh, that's too hard for me. No, I don't want to join. I don't want to get injured. So I still saw that in 2015. That's why I approached the community differently since, since I have a different approach. Yes, I can convince people to join and experience in a different way so they don't they don't hate they don't have this bad perceptions about crossfit and eventually they encourage their friends and their family to join so would you say that at that time the, the people that were doing crossfit were mostly younger athlete type probably mostly male um uh Members, or we have two different spectrum. The young ones are mostly uh, those who went to Jakarta International School, mm -hmm. and the old ones were those who went to uni in the U.S. Got exposed with CrossFit in the U.S. and come back to Jakarta, and they talk over business through CrossFit boxes, like through golfs or triathlons. Mm. So they have two different spectrum, the old ones and the young ones. It's a very interesting scene. Okay. But okay. it's very rare uh, through Indonesian, like those who don't go to school overseas, just grow up in Jakarta or Indonesia and then 
tried CrossFit. It's very rare. Mostly they have American influence to okay. try CrossFit. Still, still in 2015, it was like that. Yeah, I think yeah. It, to this day, huh? You think it's to this day? It's still like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I can. I, I see a lot of, a lot of ex Jakarta International School in Bengal, mm-hmm. Jakarta. But yes, in six to one, mostly there's the seniors. Okay. Would you say it's a it is a different crowd in general that, that goes to 60 to 1. The members base is, I don't know, older Both. or different goals or, okay. Yeah. In the master age group. In the, <laughs> the euphemism for the older folks. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I think, I think like, I would say from my experience with uh, with stronghold i i think there was obviously there was a smaller ish community but it was mostly mostly um, local locals basically people who had not necessarily gone to international schools or or yeah. had been overseas so i i i thought there was a a shift had already happened um maybe maybe it's a too small a sample size to say okay um right so what do you think other than the other than the um the makeup of the of the people that that do crossfit what else has how else has crossfit in indonesia changed um in the last five years six years now we have more locals like locals coming in like your stronghold locals coming in uh, thanks to a lot of domestic events such as Bengal events or your games. Uh, by the way, are we going to have this uh, the games this year? The fit games this year. Good yeah. question. Good, very good question. I would, I would love to. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that we can that we can do it. Um, a lot needs to happen in order for it to be yeah for us to do it in a in a safe way probably probably the format might have to be ad- adjusted slightly as well we might have similar i guess similar to how they did the crossfit games this year or last year with a with a two-phased approach perhaps so that you don't have too many people at the at the live event i, I don't know um We'll everything's see. everything's on the table uh, i would love to do it for sure um yeah. okay but then so coming back to uh to crossfit and functional training um i wouldn't say methodology but the way the way it is maybe being taught or or coached now do you see do you see a difference do you do you think do you think coaches now are focusing more on health and more on the, let's say, average people uh, population, the ones that are coming in once or twice a week, the ones that just want to, you know, be a bit stronger, be a bit better. I see the changes, to be honest, and I'm, I'm really enjoying what I see. I really appreciate what the coaches has been trying. Uh, 
they really, really try to encourage more people and they change the way they program their MatCon. And during the skill session, they also, uh, what do you call it? Structured, structured the way they progress, the way they deliver the skill practice. And I start to, to see the more and more average guy joining. Mm. That's a good, uh, that's a good progress for the community and the sport itself. Mm. And this is what I believe. CrossFit is not a methodology. I see it as a sport because we have CrossFit games, right? And we have games for this. Uh, just like sports, we can always play and have fun with it. Mm. You don't always, you don't always have to go hard and give all the, all you got for that 45 minutes. Not only just just come have fun. At least you move rather than you you're not facing the whole day or sitting on a couch. Yeah. Just move. Just like. You don't have to swim like Michael Phelps every time. If you want to swim, just swim. You don't have to go to the court and shoot like Kobe every time. Just go to the court and shoot some hoops. Yeah. And yeah. Fun. Same like CrossFit. It should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally like I get what you're saying. And I, I think I think that's a really good way to look at it because um so yes, of course there is CrossFit, there is there's the the elite sport there's the, the Matt Frazier's and, and, and the tears and so on but you can just as well do the sport but at your level essentially right you can do the yeah. you can do the sport but it is it is not for not necessarily for time or or maybe you're not measuring yourself against anything or anyone um, and you can still get the benefits and the fun out of it um, just like you can go and play football in the park with your friends without having to be Ronaldo yeah. or anything. Yeah. Not too intimidating. That's, that's really good. That's a really good way to rather see Rather than it. rather than writing in the whiteboard men X X kilogram, women X X kilogram, mm -hmm. rather than find your own moderate weight or heavy weight. That's right. That's, that's right. That's a good change. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And do you do you see that um, or do you think that the way um, the way that people including including mostly actually coaches as well as let's say the um, the athletes that have a bit of a bit more of competitive ambition how they are increasing all of their posting of uh, personal bests and super heavy lifts and basically I, not a day can goes past where I don't see at least someone posting another Olympic lift on my Instagram, right? I, it's, it's, it's literally all the time. So you have that on the one hand, and on the other hand, you are trying to, or we are trying to make the sport seem more accessible to, to people. How, how, how much do you think it, See, is, help, this, it is helping this, <laughs> or it is actually this is, not helping? This is, the, this is the funny thing, the, cro the coaches, they're trying to make changes. They're trying to uh, build a well-balanced program. But the old member, 
when they come, they say, what? This is the mad gun? It's like the warm-up from last week. Just like Coach uh, Lucas said. Yeah. It's happening here as well. Actually, what the coaches do is they are structuring. So you don't have to go, to, to go heavy every day. Mm. You can go easy. Then you come the next day, you do moderate. And the third day, you do heavy stuff. And the next day, you rest or you want to do light workouts. It's up to you. Yeah, it's happening here as well. What Coach Lucas experienced. Yeah. Eventually, the, the old member, they understand and they feel the benefit. Hey, I improved my PR, I improved my Olympic lift. It, but it takes time. It takes yeah. time. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time and it takes effort to educate, right? Because it's not. And, and that includes us coaches as well. I mean, we've also probably, actually, I shouldn't speak for anyone else, but I've also come, I've also come through, through the the mindset of uh, more is better, harder is better, and uh, and uh, and every day go to the max. And now you have to tell yeah. them more isn't always better. That's right. More is not always better. Listen to your body. Listen to uh, follow the plan. Trust the process. Yeah. All these things. Um, uh, yeah, and it's it is it is <laughs> it is a it is a journey for everyone to to realize that. Um, right. Cool. So where do you think, or where do you hope, um, the local CrossFit scene will will go in the next year or years? I mean, let's let's ignore or let's try and blend out the whole COVID situation and okay. assume let's everything. Two thousand twenty. Yeah, 2020, uh, 21. Let's just let's just forget. To go back to November, where the just ended. Oh yeah, that was that was a good time, a really good, a really good event. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, happy to hear your thoughts on where it's going or where it should go. Okay, after that Bali event, we plan to make a bigger event here in Jakarta, actually. Probably heard about it. Mm -hmm. That um, would have been last year, yeah. Yeah. So I really hope more local will join this time, that time, or next year, or this year, since it's Jakarta. And mm. uh, the plan is to open more categories. It could be masters. So the masters doesn't have to compete with the young guys and encourage more people to participate and enjoy what's CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah, so essentially... I, I really hope the other events such what off it games can really yeah. come back soon. Yeah, I know. I'm. I, I hope so too. I hope. I hope that we can do the fit games again. I hope that there will be what off again, and I'd. I'd love to. I'd love to participate yeah. in that one again. Um, I. Um, I do hope that there will be, generally more. Uh, more opportunities to, not necessarily to compete, but just more opportunities to. Um, Have to get together. together and and yeah, get together. in a way test yourself, but also just yeah, just have fun and and see see what's possible but but then again 
and I think that's the that's part of the, the trend that is happening and that we also hope is happening. Not actually everyone wants to compete, even even at let's say relatively low level competitions like the Fit Games. Not everyone that does CrossFit ever wants to do anything competition like. So what? Yeah, at least they will come to watch and support their friends, right? That's also important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 helps to grow the community. That's true. Mm -hmm. right. Take picture and post it in their social media. <laughs> We're back to social media for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank everyone. Thank your dojo. <laughs> your Black Panthers, yeah. <laughs> Illegal dojo. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, actually, I mean, do you have any any insight or any update on the plans? What is what is UC one thousand thinking for for the next Battle of the Fittest? Is there are oh, they man, thinking it can happen still, this year? There's still a, there's still hibernating. Mm. There's still hibernating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just too early to to plan anything or to put any effort and and resources into planning something that may not be able to go ahead yeah. hello folks and my apologies it looks like the wi-fi connection cut out and the call was interrupted but let me use this opportunity to tell you about team kinsei do so what is team kinsei do team kinsei do is our new structured and balanced strength and conditioning training program that is delivered to you online so you can do it wherever you are in the world you follow along the, to the workouts that are brought to you directly to your phone. The program is broken down into blocks of six week duration and our first block for the beginner level, the yellow level, is now out. You can join at any time. You will be put together with the other group of athletes who are already in the program. So you have your community and support group right there with you even though you are training from home. If you want to find out more, just go to Kinsey underscore Do on Instagram or message me at, at Coach J Chun, J C H U N, to find out more. Thanks. And now let's get back to the episode. Okay. Let's, uh, let's switch gears a bit and um, maybe we can talk about the Battle of the Fittest, but as well about your, because you were also heavily involved in trying to or in, not trying to in promoting the entire crossfit and functional fitness scene through your video um or through your content content production company or content production activities um what are your plans there what's happening there oh yeah most of uh, those who watch my channels or my videos or becoming my client they're not young anymore Mostly they are above 30s uh, and many are above 50 actually. And they have, they don't have athletic background. Um, they do lots of desk job, sitting long hours. So yeah, I got to approach differently because it's, it's totally contradictive. One, not moving so much and i mean working in front of computer and the other the spectrum is moving 
too often in a linear motion, like burpees, clean and press, clean all the CrossFit movement are mostly linear. So in between, I'm trying to fill in the gap, like mobility, movement training, uh, to bridge the gap. If otherwise they wouldn't get injured from not moving so much to moving too much. Mm. That's what I've been trying with this channel to educate people. You need to train for variability. You need to train uh, in a lot of different planes uh, of planes of motion. So you won't be injured when you try this heavy stuff. So, so the focus of of uh, most of the content and uh, and um, education that you are trying to create at the moment is is focused on improve their individual. movement literacy. Yes, improve their movement literacy. It's like installing in their system about moving well before they move often, right? It's yeah. like vocabulary, adding their vocabulary of exercise before they select particular exercise to be their religious ways to exercise. Okay. And you're doing that right. mostly, are you doing that mostly through through videos that you create or are you doing that by working in in P in a, in a PT style with, with uh, people or how, how do you approach? I have, I have multiple channels. Yes, of course I can use my social media channels and I am applying that to all my client. Previously I have a community, free community workout uh, called Equo, but since COVID, Equo is closed temporarily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm spreading the message now just through my social media and my personal clients. Yeah, I think I want to say uh, thank you, thank you, Pasha, for your time. Thank you for. Uh, for uh, thank your, you for the opportunity. Thanks for giving the insights to um, to the. To the history of CrossFit in in uh, in the scene uh, in the uh, in Indonesia, oh, well, in Jakarta, Indonesia, and um, and yeah, it was great. It was great to catch up again. Uh, I really hope we can do future. Yeah, events. yeah, definitely. We can do future events together right. again. Um, yeah, and then uh, and hopefully we can. I will definitely help. Pit games. Fully. Awesome. I, I heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, Pasha. And I wish you a, a nice right. evening. And thanks again. Bye-bye. Ciao. Ciao. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. It's Coach Joe once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kinsedo Corner. I hope you found it interesting, entertaining, and useful. If you did, Please subscribe and leave me a comment or feedback on what you'd like to hear in future episodes or who you'd like me to speak to. And last but not least, please follow me on Instagram at Coach J Chun. That's C-O-A-C-H-J-C-H-U-N. Thanks and till next time, stay healthy, stay well.